Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Welcome, everyone. It's another episode of My Ship Story Podcast. I've got with me today, Scott. Eric is actually joining us today, even though I fired him. What's going oh, on? You, you got can't anything? fire me because I quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you do realize that I listen to episodes that I might not be on. Oh, really? Because I didn't think, all you, listened, I got I didn't think was, you listened to this show. Oh, you yes. Listened, you listened to our show? <laughs> I heard all the crap you guys talk to me when I'm not on the show. That was mighty rude of you both. All said with love. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it. It was it was fun listening to it. It's it's really weird listening to an episode that when I'm not on it. Now, when uh, you do that, are you like, oh, what a princess? Yes, what, what? That's exactly when when she was talking. There was various things that she that Michelle was saying that I was kind of like, oh, I want to ask you a question. I want to <laughs> I want to ask you this. I want to ask you that. And I'm like, damn it. She she was so good. She she went into so much detail and was so smart about everything. I'm like, oh my gosh, Eric should have been here because he could add so much <laughs> stuff to add to this. But anyway, yeah, but, but no, uh, it's been uh, it's we haven't we actually haven't chatted in a while, and so it's been a pretty crazy summer. I'm uh, trying to get my house ready to sell and had to pull up some floors and get those looked at subfloor looked at and it's just it's been a lot and it's been a busy summer with uh you know the usual usual stuff uh which which you do not want to hear about and you were very glad that i was not there talking (laughs) about real estate so what i should do is go into a long conversation all about real estate just to piss you guys off i just got one question yeah have you been in your pool yet Yes, several times, quite a few times. Okay. The key is a couple of things. One is I got some work done on the pool. So we replaced the vinyl liner. We got a new filter. We got a new pump. And then I actually pay somebody to come clean it every week. So the the pool's always clean. So now I use it a lot more. Does he is have he like a what, hot, what like a model, a hot, what a model is? Yeah, is he like a hot uh, pool boy? Like, <laughs> uh, and no. you make him wear a speedo. I'll when he tell does you this? the company that I had used before that would come, you know, every once in a while. I didn't have them weekly, but they would come every once in a while when I had a problem or something like that. They had some really hot guys on their crew. This company I'm using now does not have any cute guys on it. No, but they keep the pool clean. So that that's all that matters. <laughs> that's the main thing. Scott, what's going on? Uh, nothing actually just getting ready to do uh, some reshoots to the movie that we made um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we're going to kind of clean up a couple of things, change a couple of things and send it into the um, film festival circuit to kind of see how that um, goes. So we're actually doing that tomorrow, early morning, and then Sunday. I think that's really about it. Other than that, trying to survive in this ridiculous heat. Yeah, yeah. By the way, see you in Cannes. I got that completely wrong. I just want to, I just want to, yeah, I said con. You know, it's fun to drink wine. It's yeah, but at wine. least you didn't pronounce the S. Well, yeah. But anyway, I love I, was, I, I love it that we both got it wrong. I was laughing my <laughs> ass off listening to you guys try to pronounce Ken. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's get to our guest. We're going to set the way back machine to the beginning. Uh, we're going to go back into uh, the 70s. I don't think we've been back this far since maybe uh, Vince Neal. 
if you haven't listened to that episode, go and listen to that back when uh, the three baby ships, maybe Paul Rudder, although I, he wasn't with Royal Caribbean then, but he was back in the 70s, but uh, both those. But um, we want to welcome to the podcast, Sherry Morningstar. Thanks for being with us, Sherry. How are you guys tonight? Well, my name is Sherry Morningstar, and this is my ship story. All right. Thanks get right it. into it. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I started back when the Nina and the Pinta and the Santa Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No. Um, actually, I started back in 1973, and uh, we were discovered. I was with my ex-husband, who became a cruise director on Royal Caribbean, brought over the science, I think it was a Song of America. We were entertainers. And so Came just quickly, what did you do? What type of performance? We did Sergio Mendez and... Oh, so uh, singing. Really, yeah, oh, singer. Okay. Yes, yeah, I'm a yeah. singer. Okay. And Tony was a played saxophone, flute, and clarinet. And uh, we performed all along Miami Beach. And at the time, we were friends with the Potts twins. Now, the Potts twins were cruise directors on Royal Caribbean. And they were, um, they did commercials in England. And they were just a hoot. We loved them. And anyhow, they said, you've got to come on the ship. And back then, when we went on, I think Royal Caribbean had started maybe three or four years uh, prior to us going on. Uh, but uh, so I heard, and I'm not sure this is absolutely correct, but this is what I heard. Tom Cooney was HR. Ed Stefan was president, of course. Pete Welton, vice president, operations manager, Frank Basso and Bob Perez. They started World Caribbean out of Tom Cooney's garage. Had you ever heard that? Not out of the garage, no. Yeah, yeah, at no. the very, very beginning. So, and it was funded by the Scoggins, who right. came on the ship and I had met Mr. and Mrs. Scoggin. Their family came on board also. And I actually babysat their granddaughter one time in Haiti. But uh, when we first went on the ships, referred by the Potts twins, Tom Cooney came to hear us perform in Miami Beach. And I was like a size two back then. We really had a cute act. We were a cute couple. Tony and Sherry and Tony had, you know, was Italian with dark hair. Had, had you ever met Tony at all? How, how long did you work on board ships? Because Tony and Sherry, that combo sounds very familiar. Oh, it was 19. Uh, I got off in 78. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't, no. maybe you heard about us. I don't know. But anyhow, so we were, uh, Tom Cooney came and saw us perform and he liked us. He offered us the job that night. And we came off the road with not a pot to piss in. I'm not kidding you. We came on that ship. Join the club. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. (laughs) But when we came off, it was a whole different story. But um, so we went on that ship. We're looking at this to us huge ship, you know. So we're driving up to the ship with our meager little bags of clothes. I mean, we had nothing. I had a little cotton long dress for the Sunday night, you know, gala night, Tony had uh, had a red wool jacket that he wore in the show (laughs) up north. He was from Chicago. So, Uh, I mean, it was sad. And I can remember being at the first cocktail party and just feeling so dreadful because we had no clothes. I mean, it was just really bad. And this was the Song of America or what? This was the Song of America. Yeah. Our first ship was Song of America. It can't be Song of America because Song of America. No, 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 Song of Norway. I'm sorry. Yeah, that sounds right. Song of Norway. Song of America didn't sail till 82. Yeah, that's what she 
Tony yeah. uh, brought back from uh, yeah. I think Finland. But anyhow, oh, so, oh wait, Cherry, I just wanted to let you know I've worn my song. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my word! I'm impressed. <laughs> We're on song in Norway. It was like a whole different life. It was just so amazing. It was like from night and day, um, and uh, very quickly. Uh, I think it was Lisa Danton was the hostess. She was a hoot. I loved her. Um, no, but, no, let me ask before this, did, had you been on a cruise ship or a ship before? Never, never had been on a ship. The Potts twins referred us when Tom hired us that night. We did our show and he was sitting at the bar and he hired us. And we came on the ship about two, two weeks later. So um, that was the start of a whole different a whole different life for sure. I can remember we were on the Song of Norway for about six months, and then um, we got transferred to the Sun Viking, which was quite a big deal at that time. The Sun Viking was one of the you know the top ships, so we went over to the Sun Viking. We got all unpacked, and you know how it is: you get unpacked and you go right to work. So we got unpacked, Frank. White comes to the door and says, can you come up to the bridge and meet the captain? And that was Captain Andreessen. Had you ever met him before? Uh, yeah. yeah he was tall. Uh, I mean, when I saw him in, in 80, well, no, it was 90s. He was very gray haired. He was very tall and very imposing. See it's him? the one that I think it is. Can you see that picture? Uh, it's a little blurry, yeah. but yes, yes. I think that that's him. Yep. That was Did he like to play tennis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, very, very much the captain, let me tell cool. you. Uh, I got all dressed up. I had this beautiful little red dress. It was long, and I got all of my hair and my makeup on done. Went up to the bridge with Frank White, the cruise director. The captain always had a cigarello in his mouth very often, and it was just before sailing time, so, you know, he's busy. I stood there for a minute, and he turned around, and he had his arms akimbo with a cigarillo in his cigarillo in his mouth. And he looked at me and, and said, yeah, now I got a hostess. <laughs> I'll never forget that. <laughs> he was he was wonderful. He was my I loved him as a captain. I worked for him a long time. I worked for um, uh, was social hostess for Captain Sven Pedersen. Yeah, Captain Herod. Did you remember Captain Herod, too? Uh, yes, I know the name. I worked with Andreasen and uh, Pedersen, but I don't think I worked with him, but I know yeah. the name. Captain Herod, that is a very, um, I love the Norwegians. They are just a wonderful, I worked with many different nationalities and officers, but the Norwegians were my favorite. Uh, Captain Herod is a tragic story. He uh, committed Harry Carey, and it was really a, a very sad moment. I have, I even have a picture of him, and I probably won't show it. I'll give it to you later, but it was an amazing, it was so sad. It kind of just went ripple effect throughout the whole cruise line. But uh, so we were on the Sun Viking when I met Captain Andres, and, and I was primarily his his social hostess. He was the captain when we missed the ship in Grenada. Have you ever missed the ship? No. Oh, no. thank God we didn't miss the ship, but we almost did. Uh, we were going at that time to Grenada, which was a beautiful little island. They call it the Spice Island. We would dock right there at in the port. It was like U-shaped. And here's kind of like the town all around you and the water. You're right up there, right there. One day we decided to take a beautiful little excursion. We had Danny Simon, who was a purser, a couple of the girls that worked in the uh, beauty shop, the salon. We had, um, I think David Armitage was along with us. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. yeah. Yep, purser. 
uh, oh, we were going to go off and have a great time. Uh, the chef, Manfred Seifert, made a fabulous little yep. lunch for us to go. And um, we got in this little tiny boat and we went to this little cay with a sailboat. We all got in the sailboat and we're jumping off and swimming and eating our food and having champagne. And it was a beautiful day. So it was about three o'clock and I think we sailed at five o'clock. So we had to start going back. It took about, I think, a half hour for us to uh, get back to the ship. So we decided that we better start back to the ship. And now, mind you, we had nothing with us. We didn't have any money. We didn't have any. All we had was our crew cards, no passports, nothing. And their next port of call was Venezuela. So it could have been really drastic. But in any event, we headed back and the little boat that we came back in ran out of gas. So we are out there far, far away from Grenada where we could see the ship. We could see the sh- uh, smokestacks starting to go. It's almost, I mean, it's Ooh. almost <laughs> five o'clock and we're out there in this little boat. I'm going, now mind you, we all had a few drinks, of course. I'm going in this... Uh, mayday, mayday, everybody laughed at me afterward, but that's what, we were just frantic, actually, we were kind of frantic, so the boat comes up, okay, the boat is, the ship is sailing, and it comes out of port, and then we really absolutely went nuts, another boat, another boat came in, and and another boat came in, with some gas, and got us, so we transferred in that boat, and we came up alongside the ship, I could see Captain Andreessen with the cigarillo sideways, not looking at us up there in the what do you call that? The uh, on the bridge side there on the bridge, yeah. And um, the hot man, Michelle Doerr, I don't know if you remember him, but uh, he was the hot man at the time. Now, mind you, this time everybody knew who I was because I'd given a talk, I'd introduced all the passengers to the captain, so they all knew who I was, and I'd done a show. So, everybody, I could hear everybody up there, we're down this little boat looking way up. The whole lining was people, passengers, all saying, oh, it's the hostess. Look, it's the hostess. I could see Michelle Dura looking down at this evil Cheshire grin on his face. And there's the cabin up there. We're all freaking out. Finally, they opened the door and we had to climb up. It was like climbing backwards up this uh, Jacob's ladder (laughs) to get on the ship. And let me tell you, we were so grateful. But then we had charges because I'm an officer, I think two and a half stripes. We all, I think we were all officers because, uh, except the salon girls. So we had charges. We had to, to go to the captain's quarters and to see if we would get fired or what would happen to us. So we're all lined up side outside the door of the cap of Captain Andreessen's uh, office. My ex-husband was cruise director. There was a chief engineer, Captain Andreessen, of course. Um, all the officers were there, the hall, all the top officers. Everybody walks out and doesn't say a word. And I'm, what happened? Nothing. They didn't, nobody said anything. So I walk in, Captain Andreessen has his head down. He finally looks up and says, yeah, you have anything to say? Well, I said, yes, I do, sir. And everybody looked up at me like, what in the world did you open your mouth for? But I thought I am not going to go down without a fight because (laughs) we didn't do it on purpose. It was a completely, you know, we ran out of gas. So I told him the story. 
Well, it found out my my ex-husband looked up at me like, I can't believe you opened your mouth. But anyhow, Captain Andreasen really liked me. Uh, the calls going back and forth from shoreside to the ship, I guess, were a lot. And so we um, got in the sweat and bullets there for a little bit. Luckily, we got our passes taken away for two weeks. We were in Puerto oh, wow. Rico. That was Man, a, that's a long time. That is a long time. Do you think? I thought yeah. we were lucky. I thought we were really lucky because if we oh. had gotten fired, we could have gotten fired. But yeah, normally purses, if you miss the ship, then you get fired. Yeah, but if you make then. it on, you, even if it's on the pilot boat, <laughs> as long as you make it on, usually there's some repercussion, but not. Yeah, it's one thing firing. if you're on a tour and you come back late, or you're you're just being stupid or something. But I mean, the your your boat ran out of gas. It's not your fault. I mean, how yeah, you that's what I told the captain. I said, wasn't it? I said we came back in plenty of time. I said we should have been on that ship. I said, but that little boat ran out. We didn't realize. You know, we didn't have any idea. We thought. You know. We're paying the guy. He should have had enough gas to, to bring us back, but yeah. he didn't. But uh, so we all had our passes taken away. And I just had a big party in the the <laughs> the cabin where I lived, which was cabin. So we had everybody up there partying uh, at Puerto Rico night. And it was, a, as I remember, quite the wild party. So <laughs> which is amazing because it was up by the captain. You know, we're all up. At That's the right floors. across. Right. You're right. Yeah, so right across from on those the, small yeah. ships, because yeah. I worked on the Sun Viking as well. Oh. And and the, the the all the like this most like two and a half stripe officers and above their cabins are all up. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, right by the bridge and so yeah. the captains everybody is right there yeah and, now, yeah. and your party that you had um because you know after all this did, did the captain or staff captain come by for you no. know say hi <laughs> no they did not but everybody else was there yeah <laughs> you have to also remember like andreasen was one of the toughest captains that i ever worked with he was like he wouldn't like he was pretty stern like he was he was kind of rough around the edges. I mean, when I worked with him, I was a junior assistant purser, so I had just started. So, you know, we were like junior officers. We were just, you know, really low on the totem pole when it comes to officers. So, and this was, you know, a, a few years after you worked and maybe he just got even sterner in those like, you know, 20 years because he was like, he was a little, I think a lot of people were scared of him as, as the, you know, captain. I wasn't scared of him. And I think that's yeah. why he liked it. He really liked me. I yeah. mean, I could do no wrong. I'm not kidding you, but I covered him a lot of times like these, if he'd ever come downstairs and all the, you know, the women would flock to him. They'd, they'd ask him to dance. So I'd come up there on the floor on the dance floor after a minute. And I'd say, captain, you got a call from the bridge. And he looked yeah. the first time I did that, he was, he, he went, what? I said, you have a call on the bridge. The bridge just called you. So he, I always was, you know, looking out for him and he knew that. And yeah. we had, a, we had a really good bond. And uh, I think that's why we didn't get fired. And <laughs> I think that's really, I'm, I truly think that it was because he really liked me when he said, yeah, you're a good host. I now yeah. have a hostess. Um, <laughs> He, he always, um, I can remember so, one time I was going to, I was waiting for him to uh, seat him with the guests that he had for dinner on, I think it was, a, I don't know, one of the nights. And um, I had the whole front of the cocktail lounge, you know, you know, the one in the front, what was the name of that one? I can't remember. Mm, okay. Well, know. that was where I was having the guests wait. It was all, 
all uh, roped off and, you know, everything there, everything for the hors d'oeuvres and everything for the captain to come and meet the guests before I sat them all down. And uh, I go in there, the room's totally empty. What did these passengers do? They sat right where we were having it, where, where it was roped off right there. So I went up and I was very gracious. I said, uh, oh, I said, um, uh, is there any way I could get you to just move over here and we'll get you a drink and everything? And this crotchety old, old man, I mean, really slugged me in my stomach. What? I, yeah, he slugged me in my stomach and I oh, believe it. So I told the captain he was going to he was going to take him off the ship because, yes. you know, that was just like beyond That's unacceptable. No, That's crossing not the line. Yeah, acceptable yeah. at all. So in any event, uh, we got through that one. But I wow. tell you, I love Captain Andreas. And, so do you remember like we used to do at Royal Caribbean, like the I think it was a formal night. They would introduce like the senior officers yeah. uh, on the, and especially on the smaller ships, they would include some of the junior officers as well yeah. that were uniformed. So yeah. luckily enough for me, he couldn't pronounce my last name well. So I think I just went up once while he was there. And then after that, I didn't have to go again because oh. <laughs> he, he just, he wanted easy names to pronounce. And for some reason, I guess for Norwegians, Alvarez was not the easiest thing to pronounce. <laughs> so I got off that I didn't have to go to those uh, anymore. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, well, it, I think, I thought they were kind of fun though. I really, I, I enjoyed them. But, you know, yeah, no, I was brand new and I was really shy and I did not want to go up on stage. Uh, and, yeah. and so I was like really uncomfortable going up on stage. So I was happy that I I didn't have to do that very often. I just did it a few times, but we'd always drink shots before going up just to. Oh, like, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I, I don't um, think any of the Norwegians had a problem with Stinson. No, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I've got to tell you another little story about Captain Andresen. Sure. Um, do you, did you know Heinz Niedermeyer? Yeah, I know the name. Yeah, I know the name, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he was, too, he was too high up. He was too oh, high up by the time was, we got there. He was such a fun guy. We used to go, a group of, group of us would go in uh, Haiti to the Habitation Leclerc, which used to be Jonah Bonaparte, his wife. That was her house. But they, tur uh, they turned it into a beautiful little hotel. It was very elegant. And we'd sit out by the pool and... Uh, go into the, you know, sit in bar at the, the pool there. And oh, it was just a great day. So he said to me, Sherry, he's, Shari, I said, I think your birthday is coming up, isn't it? I said, yeah, it is. I said, how'd you know that? He said, well, um, if you go to Captain Andreas, and I'll make a bet with you, you go to Captain Andreas and ask him if you can have your party up in the Viking crown, I will donate 12 cases of champagne. Now, everybody called me champagne because I love Moy Chandon. That's what I drank. So I looked at him. I said, Heinz, you are on. I went upstairs to Captain Andreessen when before we were going to have a dinner. And I said, you know, Captain, <clears throat> I said, Heinz Niedermeyer made a bet with me. Yeah. I said, yeah, he bet me that you wouldn't let me have my birthday party up in the Viking crown. But I said, if I win, he is supplying 12 cases of Moy Chandon. You know how much champagne that is? That's, That's a lot. lot of champagne. Yeah. So anyhow, he looked at me for a minute and he said, let me think about it. Very bad Norwegian accent, but you get, you get <laughs> yeah, the drift. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, so I it was that night I was supposed to meet him because I think I was giving him his uh, his 
uh, list for who he was having dinner with that night. And so later that night, I'm waiting for him at the door. I'd already seated the uh, guests at his table. He looked at me, says, yeah, you're going to have your party. <laughs> I said, you're kidding me. So we had a riotous time. They shut down the Viking crown at midnight to the passengers. Can you believe that? When I was uh, this, the Sun Viking? Uh-huh. Okay, because oh, that's the well, one that you go up the stairs. Yep. Yeah, passengers the wouldn't go yeah. up there anyway because no, they yeah. had to go outside. It was windy yeah. and it would pass through. Yeah. 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 Never go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we had a fabulous party. Now, that is the night that I introduced him to his wife, Hazel. Uh, Hazel worked in the as a purser, and she was a good friend of mine. Uh, she had a crush on him. <laughs> And so I said, you get dressed up like, you know, like there's no tomorrow. And I said, I'm going to introduce you to Captain Andreessen. Well, she did. She came in. She British girl, absolutely gorgeous. And she looked like a little rose. She was so beautiful. So the captain came and sat with me and I said, oh, Hazel, why don't you come over and join us? And so she did. She came and sat down. She actually left with him down the stairway at around two in the morning. And we all started cheering and clapping because we all knew that we all knew that she liked him. But that was quite and she ended up marrying him. That's wow. awesome. So that was uh, when he got married. But another fabulous thing that happened on the ships, I had two boyfriends that were so adorable. Now mind you, I was married you go, to Jerry. I at the know, same time. Honey. At the same time or oh, no, were they, they were they were oh, okay. they were passengers at different times. Okay. But they were five years old. One of them was named Oliver, and I even kept his card. You're not going to be able to see this, but see see this card? Yeah. Okay, Oliver was in love with me, and he wrote me this card and said, and his mother said, this is in Oliver's own words, she wore beautiful wedding dresses. You are my girlfriend. Can I come and visit you? Love, Oliver. And that they went back to England. But he used to stop me at night. I actually went back and read a bedtime story to him one time because he stopped me in the hall after a show. I bet you did. And, yeah. And he said, well, come you, can you come and spend the night with me? <laughs> I thought, oh, how cute. So I did go and tell him a bedtime story and tuck him in that and, night. And he was a passenger? Yeah. With his family, favorite. with his mom and dad, five years, five years old. And then, Scott, I think mom. you missed the part where he's five years old. Oh, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, you missed that part. Oh, I you missed so. that. Oh, yeah, he was running with this oh, story. Oh, gosh. He was running with it. And I, was I was like, like Sherry, all right. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, dear. And then uh, there was another little boy named Adam from New Jersey. He was the cutest little boy, a little Italian boy. Wait a and minute, wait a he minute. He actually cried. How, how old was he? Four. Okay. <laughs> he actually cried when he had to leave me. And uh, it was really amazing. I mean, he absolutely sobbed. So those were my little, you know. It'd be flirts. interesting to see what these boys turned out, oh, you know, when you how they it, turned out. Yeah. When you love it, Oliver would be about 51 now. Wow. And yeah. Adam would be about 50. Yeah, I, yeah. I tried to figure Have that out. Have you looked them up on Facebook or anything? No, I mean, I've only got first I mean, names, Oliver. I don't, I don't know their last name. To keep this little card all these years, I, I just look at it and smile still to this day. But anyhow, so that was my fiascos on Sun Viking. Now, we couldn't get into many as many shenanigans as you guys did down living below deck. I think you had a lot more fun than... Yeah, it was definitely. Oh, yeah, 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 because you were on the bridge. Yeah, you were on the bridge deck. Yeah. Because when yeah. on, when I was on Sun Viking, I couldn't really have a party in my cabin. I was uh, directly across from the radio officer, 
and like everybody walked past my cabin. So like I, I could never have a party up, up there. They wouldn't even let me open the window. You know how the cabins yes. on Viking, you could open the windows. Yeah. The, the chief refrigeration engineer or whatever they were called, they wouldn't let me open the window because it would create a suction and oh mess gosh. with the air conditioning. And, well, and we've, met, we've mentioned this before, but yeah. nobody nobody closed their doors up there. Everybody's no. door was always really? open. You just, just pulled the, the, pull the, the curtain. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess we did because we were a married couple. But I got to oh. tell you kind of a spooky story. This is really, really bizarre. Tony and I came on the ship and lived at that cabin where you lived, right across from the, uh, on the Sun Viking, right across from the radio, uh, radio room. We had just gotten on board and the cruise director that left went home. I think he lived in New York, I believe. And um, we were going into, it was like two nights, three nights later, going into Puerto Rico that night. I woke up about three in the morning and I swear to God, I saw a figure standing, looking at us like with this puzzled expression, looking at us in bed. Now, Tony was asleep. It woke me up and I looked and I thought, oh my gosh, we're in Puerto Rico the next day. (laughs) And we, no, 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 we were in Puerto Rico the next day and we found out, you know, from the other shipboard members that you, you know, see on Fortaleza, we found out that the cruise director had died in a car accident around two o'clock that morning that I saw him. Isn't that So you knew that it was, you could tell that it was him, the the, the figure you saw? Yes, yes. I even, I woke Tony up. I was like, Tony, I just, I can't remember his name though. So I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. But I, I, I shook Tony. I said, you wouldn't believe it. And he said, oh, you were just dreaming. I said, I was not. So that was a real big deal wow. to me. spooky yes. da, 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 da. i anyway. love it oh hey <laughs> let me let me ask this back back then in the uh in the time that you uh were on ships and stuff back then did did anybody ever like fall or jump overboard or anything? yes oh yeah yeah and this was as of course you all know that would not be told to the passengers or nobody would know it um there was uh a story of an older man who had lost his wife and he jumped overboard at the back of the ship. And you know what that means. Fish food. Yeah. Go, go ahead and yeah. tell us. Yeah. Oh, you are mincemeat. Yeah. Oh, you, you get, get sucked, sucked, in, in the sucked yeah, into the screws. The yeah. yeah. And then there was another uh, story and it was another, I think it was on NCL that um, they opened up, they were throwing out the garbage on, you know, the, or the big, Wasn't which like is gun, like, gun yes, gangway doors. Yeah, you, you're right. Like that. But anyhow, they open up those doors when you're at sea and they were throwing trash out, which is like, oh, no, no. Anyhow, <laughs> that got to be really a no, no later. They were throwing the trash out and the guy got thrown out. I mean, he fell into the water and we circled around and around to try and find him and never found him. Wow. But that was just the, Oh my gosh! Can't even imagine. Do you remember Smitty? Yeah, oh, Smitty. yeah, I know Smitty. Rest in yeah. peace, Smitty. Yeah. And so many of the people. I mean, the uh, the entertainers that we had, um, Bobby Rydell, and oh wow, he's gone. Uh, so many of the entertainers that we had, like um, you probably wouldn't know the name anyhow, but <laughs> but a lot of those people stayed on for a long time. Yes. And- so, oh God, what was this guy's well, what's name? What's his name? Hal, Hal Frazier. Yeah. He He's was still on. on. He's still alive too, I guess. Is he? Yeah. I you know, we had this conversation before. I thought he passed We've away. had this conversation. But I don't remember the, I don't remember the answer. I don't remember the result. I think <laughs> no. we found out that he actually is still alive. Uh, yeah, I think uh, he is. Well, at least two years ago anyway. Yeah. 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 I think he is. I think he's still alive let me let me go back to my um i thought was my favorite segment um 
Did you ever hook up with any passengers that were old enough? Well, that's another story, my dear. <laughs> that was okay. when I was single. And that's a whole nother story because I was married, as I told you. So when my husband went to sea without me, uh-oh. yeah, you can imagine. Um, yeah, he actually gave his girlfriend on the ship my engagement ring. <laughs> that is incredible but in any event that was when all the cruise directors made the money you, you did know that they they made the money back then in the day they oh, still yeah. make money yeah bingo well, money. We, they make we know a lot of money. that bingo money aha bingo but um <laughs> they no we would go into the stores in st thomas uh curacao puerto rico all of the places that we had and the uh, cruise director would do a port talk and every store. And we had them coming at us all the time. I mean, I had Lalique bowls and golden aves, China and sterling silver and gold. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. Pearls and, and everything. They were coming at you with this stuff because they knew you were going to, you know, there were so many stores in St. Thomas. As well. and so they wanted to be definitely talked about. And then that's what Tony would do. And we'd go and pick up. Uh, but we never raped and pillaged. A lot of those cruise directors were acting really kind of raping and pillaging with these store owners. We were very happy with what they gave us. And it was amazing. I mean, I can't even tell you. Now I think they just get paid a salary, I believe. Well, I still think they get a bonus on on things that they promote on the ship or Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of bonus structure and stuff on there. I don't know anymore. Yeah. But yeah, no, was- cruise directors do get all bunch of like bonuses, um, you know, commissions off certain items that are sold and all sorts of stuff like that. Ah, uh, okay. It's a little but different. We're uh, about ready to wrap it. How Frazier appeared on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. He was, oh. he could have made it really big, but he had an affair with one of, uh, Somebody, that's the story I heard, he had an affair with uh, some dangerous person, uh, his girlfriend, the girlfriend of some uh, somebody or something. Did you ever hear that story? Uh-uh. No. No. Yeah. And he, they kibosed him. Fabulous oh. entertainer. Yeah. But that that's a story I heard. Back I mean, he day. played at the presidential inaugural banquet for in, uh, Nixon in 1969. Mm. Yeah. I mean, wow. I'm reading through his thing and I'm just like, holy crap. Oh, yeah. He like, was a big deal. I didn't realize he was that big. He was on Johnny Carson, the Merv Griffin, yeah. the Mike Douglas show, Michael yeah. Young People, the Steve Allen show, David Frost, Flip Wilson, Ed Sullivan, Joey Bishop. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he was on Get Smart. Um, he was on the Don Rickles show, Name of the Game, the FBI. Caesar's, and how is it that he Caesar's never Palace. made it bigger than what he was on the ship? So, I mean, because, he, had a, because, he had a great like, show, but. I told you it was because he had an affair or a fling with the girlfriend uh, of some, I think it was a mafia guy. I'm not sure in Vegas. I think it was in Vegas. He came on princess ships too. And the newer ones. So he, he he was on Renaissance when I was there. Oh yeah. He sailed Norwegian, Asmara, Sitmar, Hond America, princess Cunard. Obviously Royal Caribbean is the biggest one that he went through all those ships. I just remember his shows were always very popular and I used to go see them all the time because he was yeah. very entertaining to watch. Yeah. He was a great yeah. performer and he yeah. was the nicest guy. Yeah. He'd always chat with all of us. He would be super friendly. 
he could just sit there and, and chat and you know he and he was a really good performer yeah i oh, really enjoyed watching him yeah but i am singing now so you said i can kind of say what i'm doing uh absolutely I've, yeah yeah i've uh um i've sung at the for the jazz club many many times here in sarasota which is really big at the top and what's the name of the jazz club Sarasota Jazz Club. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Creative, yeah. There you go. Really yeah. creative. They didn't. They didn't get too wild with the name. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. But uh, at uh, the uh, st- uh, saying at the college here uh, at their auditorium, which is beautiful, I sang there twice and singing better than ever, even at my age. And I love it. And uh, I feel very, you know, very blessed that I can still do it. Hey, Sherry, we're about to wrap things up. Is there anything that you want to leave any of the listeners with about working on a ship what's your what's i think your it's on one us? of the most enriching things to do i mean what do y'all think i mean where can, else can you travel and get paid for it and meet people and go all over the place and i had the most wonderful experiences on holland america i was social hostess on the rotterdam the flagship of the fleet mm-hmm. i was social host uh i worked on the princeton dam as a port lecturer i was so fortunate and i loved the smallest ships I really did. I don't like these big, I don't care for the big ships at all. Me too. Myself, personally, personally. No, I like the small ships as well. And it was elegant back then. You know, it was elegant. We dressed up. I had many gowns. Uh, People I mean, today just do not. No, they do I miss the up. even back in the early, mid. You know when we were on there, the early. You know all the all of the nineties. Even back when we were on there, I really en- enjoyed. Uh, granted. Sometimes when it was formal night, you're like, I got to wear my tux and stuff. But it was it's fun to get, you know, dressed in your nines and, and hit the town on the ships and stuff. But uh, recently we just went on the we just went on the, uh, the a princess uh, cruise ship. And the only thing on formal night, no shorts in the dining room on the first or last night of the cruise ship. That was their formal yeah. night. Weren't we lucky, guys? Weren't yeah. we lucky? Yeah, I thank my lucky stars every day, even to this day when I apply for, you know, a lifestyle director job. Um, and, you know, they say, oh, you worked on cruise ships. It's like such a, it's still a mystique about it. It's still a very much of a yeah, I think part of it is that you don't find that many Americans that have worked on a cruise ship before. You're right. Because most cruise lines yeah. don't hire Americans. I mean, Royal did for a while there, but you know, except in- entertainment staff, you just don't see it that often. So it is a rarity here where it's very common in other countries for people to go work on on ships. Nice, hey, Sherry, I have a I have a request before we uh, let you go. Can you uh, take us out with some uh, happy trails, maybe? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I uh, let's see. Or whatever you prefer. or whatever, oh, yeah. whatever. You're You'd be so easy to love, so easy to idolize all others above. So worth a yearning for. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, that's awesome. Unbelievable. That is amazing. Well, you guys thank have been you. fun, and thank you for letting me talk about myself. That was so fun. No, and, thank uh, you for coming on. Yeah, oh, we're glad you. to have we're yeah. glad to have you on. We we're glad we finally got you connected. We finally, <laughs> oh you know. And so yes. now that you're all set up, maybe you know, maybe we'll get you back on here a little bit later on. You know, oh, who right. knows? Thanks, Sherry. We're gonna wrap Thank it up here. So Thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming on. Have, have a good evening. Bye for bye. now. Bye bye.
Oh, oh man, she was good. Don't See, me. I told you guys she was gonna kill it. She was really once good. Once we once we got her connected, you know, Again, once we got the whole Zoom thing set doesn't up. Doesn't matter she how long gonna... ago, and especially the entertainers, you just hit play and just go. Uh, so that was really cool. That yeah, was, that she was, was very really entertaining. Awesome. She just yeah. kind of took took that thing over, and that was great. Yeah. Great stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was really good. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio, and if you would like to see this podcast in video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage